When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to Lowell's Live Before Lock, the night slate. I am, of course, Fast PD Fear, here with my co-host, Brixamo. We are ready to break down the late slate for all of our MLB grinders. Don't forget to join our Slack channel. Also register. We do have a discount going for premium subs right now. Brixamo, how are we doing, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. Does this mean we actually have to break down the night slate? Yeah, we do. Um, that's what they pay us to do. Uh, we will that's be right. breaking down the night slate. Uh, okay. It's a giant uh, two-gamer? Uh, two-gamer, yep. Uh, 150k GPP, though, so. That's right. Look at that. There Maybe you have it. Awesome new idea. We'll bring them in. I need to pull up the uh, the Brixamo YouTube channel so I can check those comments. Um Tonight, we will be discussing PGA, a little NBA, maybe some sports betting, intellectual property theft, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Brian? Pretty good. Got some golf in today, so I feel uh, always feel better. Always How many? Feel better. Are you playing like two, three times a week? I, I want to, but I usually don't get that many, no. Yeah, I two went out. Two, yeah, I won one this week. I played with our buddies uh, uh, Bobby Gomes and John Kelly on Friday. I got to the range ahead of time, got some balls in. And, um, you know, I was messaging on Twitter about this, but for people who don't know, Bobby Gomes, the way that dude keeps score is the most egregious thing I've ever seen. I'll see him get a penalty in three putt on like a par four. And I'll be like, what did you have? And it'll go five. I'm just like, what? And he's not even joking. Like, just in his head, he's like, oh, I don't know, like a five. I think it was like a bogey. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me out here? Uh, yeah. We have played with guys who uh, uh, my dad was just saying this today. I played with my dad, and he goes, he goes, yeah, usually when he plays, he asks you what you get, and then he just adds one. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah, I swear. It's just no shame whatsoever. I mean, but he brought me white claws uh, on the course, so I guess I can't. That's you know, worth uh, a couple strokes right there. Yeah. John, was it close between the two of you anyways? No, John was the uh, the best of us. And then, uh, well, I think technically by the score it was close because he was doing that thing and just taking my score <laughs> and just, uh, you know, adding a stroke onto it. Um, yeah, no, I the thing that kills me, and I know this is just the – the classic thing everyone says, but I'm, I'm literally at the range, just hitting them right down the middle. And I get out there and I tense up, I squeeze the club too hard. I swing too hard and I just fall apart. It kills me. How's your short game? My short game solid. I'm, I'm a, I would say like my sand wedge and my putter are solid. I can get a little sketchy, like the pitching and nine, but uh, what about you? Pretty similar. Actually, I can putt a little bit, but yeah, around the green, not great. Yeah. Um, let's check in on the chat here. The name is Stolen. Um, that's debatable. Um, if you check the um, the exclamation point, you will notice that it is unique, and I don't know if that would hold up in court. Uh, Jake Hari says, Brixamo, do you have the PGA picks? Um, yes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Angry Hairline wants to know, where's Osimo? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. We got Brixamo here. Uh, that's all you could ever want. They say do an NBA show tomorrow. No, this is the MLB late slate live lulls before lock show. Fantasy Sharpie says what's on the docket for today. Um, like I said, late slate MLB. We're going to talk a little NBA. We're going to talk some PGA, do our classic hit segment where Brick and I build a lineup that finishes in the bottom 10% of the Millie Maker. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You just PayPal'd me over for, uh, for your share of these, these I, it was like $2,000 at this point. Yeah. We've been doing this show for 16 years. Uh, we started as a league of legends show and every week we build a PGA lineup that just absolutely shits. The um, yeah. Not, not that list like last five, six weeks, it's, uh, been pretty for most people in getting six of six through. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been bad. Uh, our, our buddy, Steve Buzzard, he does his annual tweets uh, about how many uh, people were getting five of six, six of six through the cut. And I also saw a thing where Steve, I didn't realize this, he had lost uh, a GPP as a six of six to someone who had a five of six. Did you see that? No, but that's happened before. Yeah, that, that can happen. What was the scoring last week? I don't remember. Um, but there were so many few six of sixes. It's it's possible. And now that the cut is little is less players makes it through sixty five instead of seventy plus ties. Yeah, you 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 could see that more frequently. That's still brutal. How many players were in the GPP? Do you know? Oh, I'd have I'd have to dig up his tweets. He was he was going back and forth uh, with someone about it on Twitter um, earlier last week. But I'm sure he can you know share the story with us. I will say though, six of six is no magic bullet either. I had. A couple six of six lineups going in twenty max last week, and they weren't even like sniffing the top five hundred of the of the of the tournament. So I was like, yeah, "Wait, crazy. I did the six of six. Where are, where is my money?" That's yeah, that's pretty unlucky, actually, <laughs> especially last week. Yeah, so that's how it goes. Um, let's see here. Ooh, this is a bit of a spoiler. Young Stokas wants to know. Let's just say I was pretty upset with my initial crunches and the lack of polter i had uh we'll have to address that later uh let's see here brick looks like he's about to go golfing i mean he, you just came back from golfing right just came back from golfing well i mean three four hours ago at this point but yeah 
Someone said, good Norin call last week. I mean, I remember that like it was yesterday. I even remember the conviction. I even know who Norin is. All of those things are true. He was my guy. He did succeed, and that's why he subscribed to Brixamo. <laughs> that was uh, a good call, yeah. <laughs> Agree, Hairline. I'd kill for FanDuel content, but not pay. Uh, yeah, that's, um, I guess, if you did hold one of us at knife point and demand FanDuel content, we would have no choice but to give you free FanDuel content, Brian, uh, what do we do with this guy? I I don't understand. This show is free, and <sighs> uh, as always on live before lock, nights late, we uh, we can go over FanDuel if we hit it. Yeah, uh, but I just want people to know, guys, know that going forward, the late late night slate shows will be behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Brian, you sent me some news over DM. I believe it was last night. I, I w it wasn't even on my radar. The, the Massachusetts, you know, sports betting legalization. It's been a long time coming. It seems like the, the wheels are in motion. Yeah. So I, what, what I saw and it, the tweet I sent you was it passed the house. So I didn't look into the legislation very closely, but it will most likely have to pass the Senate if it hasn't already. And uh, and then the governor will have to sign it. Um, I'm assuming Massachusetts works the same way as Illinois in most states. But and and what's the stuff going on with the Illinois where it was like the only way you could register was in person at a few select locations? Yeah, just pure political bullshit. Um, they the the Rivers Casino that there there's a bunch of rivers across the country, and there's one here in Illinois, and they're owners are like a powerful donator and he's been like blocking poker legislation for a decade and he was a big problem with uh dfs going getting through too um he's not the only one there's a lot of competing interests too like the horse tracks get in the way um and the the casinos and horse tracks especially the horse tracks since they're subsidized they they're so like linked up to the um, to the legislature that it's like hard to hard to like do anything about it because that one they donate they a lot of tax revenue comes in through casinos and such right they're big time employers in the for the areas for those state centers and state reps right so they don't want to piss them off and they obviously donate to all the all the different types of donations you can do. So like individual, um, the party, right. Which is big, like the democratic party, this, like the Senate party has its own, the cook County has its own pack. And, and so like they donate a ton of money and have a lot of influence. And so when these like outside companies come in, especially with poker, poker stars and everything, poker stars. And, uh, I don't, I think, yeah. Cause uh, full tilt was pretty much done at that point. But poker stars, when they came in, they're just like a foreign company. So like they had, they had the best lobbyists in Illinois and couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, I mean, they got, they, we got past the Senate, I think, back in back in the day. But that was like as far as it got, and um, they killed it. And so, did you end up? Did you end up registering somewhere? So yeah, the the, the three places I saw you could register in Illinois were DraftKings. FanDuel and Bet Rivers. So I registered for them and then I went on Bet Rivers and it wouldn't geolocate me, piece of shit site. So I went on my phone and it did. 
and then uh, it and I put in my credit and then I put in PayPal to do it. It had PayPal. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Didn't work. Didn't work. Then I put in my credit card. Declined. <laughs> <laughs> the card the card works fine. Yeah. Works, yeah. I'm like I'm like you know what? I give up. I don't even care. Fuck you. I hate that rivers. The only reason I want to go there is I want to take some of their fucking money for. <laughs> all their pain and misery so what happened with the bet rivers thing was so when the coronavirus hit the casinos like i'm assuming complained saying no one can come register for our brand new sports betting and that's going to bring in a lot of revenue for the state and so make it where you can register online which is bullshit to begin with that that is a clause right like why can't you register online why is being in person you know who are they trying to save here it's just a bunch of garbage there's not allowing it's just pure political or like sin shaming right from like old school people who hate gambling that all that old puritan bullshit and so you couldn't register online so they 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 waive that with an executive order among a whole bunch of other things for a month and then FanDuel and DraftKings made deals with local casinos so that they could launch and then they revoke, and then they didn't re-up it in the next executive order. So it's like this continuing executive order for coronavirus-related things that the governor's allowed to pass. And they took it off this latest one. So then Bet Rivers got all these sign-ups, and now everyone else is back to in-person, which, of course, during coronavirus, someone's going to go to the casino yeah. and, and sign up. And so whoever's playing is the, the ones they got. Um, I'm not sure when that, uh, when or if that even goes away, that provision. But I mean, it's complete. The way they treat sin, 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 sin. Um, sin uh, what, what's the sin products in general? Yeah, yeah, like just booze, cigarettes, gambling is in their their eyes. There's probably some other ones that I can't think of. I think it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I think adults should be able to, um, you know, freely transact as long as it's like not violent with each other. Consenting adults should be able to have voluntary transactions and interactions. And they they just use the goddamn, oh, but what about the children bullshit? <laughs> or, or um, oh, but what about the, the guy who loses his house, right? Like they're gonna prevent that. Here's 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 one thing I was thinking about the other day when these smaller DFS sites. I'm not gonna call anyone out, but one of the smaller DFS sites, like I was thinking, well, well, maybe they might not make it through the coronavirus, through the virus, right? They might go under. Who knows? And it looks like everyone's doing all right, but what one of them could have went under. Let's say they did. Let's say one went under. What do you think the odds are that people would get their money back, full money? Wow. Um, I mean, if they go under, that means their reserves are completely tapped. I guess I don't know what kind of insurance stuff they would have. Apart. I, I don't know. I'd say 50% you'd get all your money back. So the, the whole point of the legislation is to protect us, right? This is what yeah. they say. And that they keep their reserves in a separate bank account. And yeah. so you'd be fine, theoretically. I, but I don't think any reasonable person would say like, oh, no, 100% we're going to get our money back. Like with no problems. Yeah. Right, like they're not going to fucking protect you. Um, it's it's just a for show, and to and it, and it's a revenue maker. I mean, I've worked in the I worked at the Capitol. I I know some people. It's a revenue maker for sure, and um, 
they've told it to me to my face and to fill pension holes because the the the, the pensions are um, extremely expensive. Yeah. So where did so did you go to a brick and mortar place to register? No, that so that was this whole one. That month was this period. whole thing. Okay, you could you could you could sign up online. So I, I I have accounts, but I think I think you can't deposit now though. Okay, I'm not. Someone should check that out, but and verify that I'm not talking to my ass. But like, I'm pretty sure you still can't deposit. <laughs> so you have an account, but I think you have to go in person to deposit. So you haven't you haven't been able to make a legal sports bet yet. No. Yeah. No. And my card was declined. Um, I don't know why, but yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. So like, what are people going to do who want to gamble? Now they're going to go risk it and go in a casino, you know, which by the way, whatever, that's your choice. But like, um, it's just encouraging people. Exactly. Yeah. To go in and, and, and so like where, okay, what do you know, who, who are you trying to help here? Really? Like, are you really like, cause we're supposed to be in Illinois, Pritzker, the governor here is supposed to be this big time, you know, fighting the, fighting the virus guy, locking everything down, being safe with the phases. And then, oh, but all of a sudden this political bullshit happens. And it's like, nah, you know what? Fuck it. Just go in, go in the casino. Just go in the casino. It'll be fine. Sign up yeah. there. It's no big deal. And I know this is really killing you because you keep messaging me and you're like, cash out king keeps giving out all these winners <laughs> and I'm not able to bet on them. And that's why you're just been on the phone with these providers. If just let me in, the cash out king is on a heater. <laughs> the best the best tweet was the one you sent me uh, yesterday or whatever, where he's like, what, what do you say? Did, uh, did um, Bueller Walker, it was Bueller Walker on a pitch count? Did I miss something? It's like, how can you be? I'm assuming then he doesn't do models. Um, I'd like I, to. We hey, gotta get him on lulls. Hey, Brian. Hey, God. Let's just let's just wind back the tape there and All just right. put into context what Brian does. He said, "Does the cash out king do models?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> okay, if he so does, no. he's doing a good job hiding it. How how can you how can you not know like the pitch count if you're of the of the starter if you're gonna I mean you can't there's no way you can have an edge maybe maybe I'm wrong I don't know no I uh, I uh, I think you're right I think you're right but um yeah so it's uh you know I hope uh, in Massachusetts we get it here soon I also know isn't there some stuff too I saw like with Tennessee like some of the minimum like rake thresholds can basically make it prohibitive to even be an EV better anyways, just with how much rake they're taking. I've saw, I've seen, I've seen stories like that. Washington is uh, supposed to be pretty bad. They're, they're so high. The rake is so high that it like makes no sense to leave your Bovada account. Right. Like uh, there it's, this is what you get when you, when you involve when you when you make it uh, when something gets touched by the political process it, it it's just not going to turn out in an efficient smart smart way these people don't know like anything about this stuff so like back in the po the poker trying to get poker passed i was kind of in the know working in the capital so i went on 2 plus 2 the poker forum and i would like give some updates every once in a while and like the in in the forum, the poker guys were like, make sure they get two hundred man sit and goes in there and stuff like <laughs> that. I'm like, you guys are so far from reality. Like, <laughs> you idiots have no idea what a sit and go is, 
or any anything like it has nothing to do with that. This it doesn't have anything to do about poker, and this doesn't really have anything to do about sports betting either, really. And it's nothing to do about whether sports betting is immoral, and it has nothing to do about saving the children or that poor guy who eventually someone's gonna eat too much and get obese and die, or they're gonna g- gamble too much and lose their house, or all the other ways. Unfortunately, people fuck up their lives. That's gonna happen. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a completely broken system. And now they're instead of just not having it or having it, they now even make it a worse proposition for the consumer. And you know, you're paying more rake. You're being forced to in a global pandemic go and sign up. It's just it's hilarious uh, how all of that shakes out. Um, let's see here. I want to. Uh, I'm going to pull up here. NBA is starting. I pulled up this game set here for the big contests on Friday with a six gamer. We got the two gamer opening up tomorrow. Now, part of my thing with DFS, as you kind of know, Brian, and talking with me is I get, you know, I, I get busy. I'm not around my computer all the time, all this stuff. When I look at these slate times and how staggered they are, and I know the way starting lineups in the NBA work, this gives me a panic attack as a busy person who would like to theoretically play NBA DFS. Yeah, you're going to have to stay by your computer in NBA DFS if you want to win long term. Yeah. Because, no because what? In the in the normal uh, NBA site, you know, it would be at what? Like 7 o'clock and it would be the majority of the games would be would be, have lineups out at that time is, is kind of how it would work? Yep. Yep. So yeah, seven Eastern, six Central is usually luck. Not not six oh five like baseball. So don't get those five minutes you get in baseball. You might you might miss luck. Um, and then the games are kind of spread out in in basketball. There's usually like a couple nine thirty games, nine or nine thirty West Coast games. But they, um, I think they almost always get those lineups in before luck. Yeah. And do they are three hours? Yeah, there's no way you're getting that Rockets Mavericks lineup, and probably not the King Spurs. Maybe not even the Celtics Bucks. It's such a bummer too because didn't even this year for the NBA didn't they kind of overhaul the the process a little bit to try to get lineups out earlier? Weren't they trying to reform that? Yeah, they had. I think you have to get them 30 minutes before lock or something like that, and they were trying to find coaches more for not getting them in they were definitely trying so it, i think it helped a little bit but yeah uh, it, this is not gonna work a couple of questions from the chat um a couple FanDuel questions uh is FanDuel nba also going to be late swap do you know i don't know i i want to say that i saw something saying they they were going to switch back but i don't know I guess I guess I could play FanDuel uh, if there isn't a uh, late swap. Yeah. Um, Jake asks, have you decided if you're playing NHL 2? Um, probably not. When does it start Saturday too, right? Yeah. Here's another thing now too. Like all these sports are going too. So it's, it's going to be tough. I'm sure uh, when there's like a slow day and hockey's, hockey's going, it's like the main sport. I'll probably, I'll probably play like, when those days happen, a, f- a few people have confirmed in the chat that there will be late swap. Uh, Marcus Amparo confirms it. Angry hairline and someone by the name of Alex Bakur. 
Bakur, Alex Bakur says, yep, they have late swap now. There you go. Um, yeah, it, it bums me out too, because, uh, I want to play, I, you know, my, the Lowell's origin story, my, my first big night of NBA DFS and it was all scratched and, uh, and now we're back. But I, I think realistically for me, I'm going to have to focus on like, you know, Thursday night slates when there's two games or even these kind of showdown, uh, type slates. Do you think, um, are the showdowns for NBA? I mean, it's the same format as the you know the showdowns for NFL. Is there anything unique about NBA showdown that I should think about having only really played NFL showdown? There's no sacking in NBA, so um, and you won't have a choice but to just stack in those. But yeah, I mean, because you'd have to go at least whatever five one whatever it allows one of the other team. Um, you gotta worry about dupes. Yeah, that's for sure. It's the same, same process, same ideas. I think you're gonna be out of luck though, except for those showdowns, because I think the schedule is like 1:30ish Central start times. Like, yeah, for most of the slate, uh, most of the days, I could probably check that pretty easy. And I think they're gonna lock around then. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a- I love that because I can do that and not interfere with my baseball lineups at six o'clock. Yeah, Saturday's 12. Well, Saturday, they usually have that Monday, 12 30, 12 30, Tuesday, yep, all 12 30, 1 30, 12 30. It's going to be a huge edge for the pros. Well, so from what I'm hearing, then, if, if you say it's going to be a huge edge for the pros, do you think I should just kind of quit all my other kind of commitments and just? Because then I, I would be a pro if I quit everything right. and only played DFS all day. I'm technically a professional, and you said right. it would benefit the pros, so I would immediately benefit from that. It sounds like I think that's exactly what you should do. I fast Pete. Fast I think Pete. I should. I should kind of do a diary about it too, and kind of turn it into a book. You know how I went pro at oh. DFS. All right. All right. Um. Yeah. Any, are there any other things that you are going to be, um, watching for early on? I assume you're worried about, or not worried, but interested in seeing if the rotations and stuff are different or how are you readjusting for this reboot? I'm doing the exact same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I hope, I hope there's not that much difference. I mean, I haven't really thought about it too much. I was going to start thinking about it tomorrow morning. Um, it's only a little two gamer, anyways. But yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. What what, what do you think could be different? Uh, they're, they, I mean, they might be like um, out of shape and not play as many minutes. You don't know the rotations, or whatever. But like, everyone has that information. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't imagine anything. I'm sure it'll be. I, I mean, isn't there? is the schedule a little bit more condensed to where they'll be playing on shorter rest? Although that's maybe mitigated by not having to travel. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Let's well, actually, I just had it up. Let's see. Cause there, there's a decent amount of rest in the NBA. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know, like if whatever load management would normally happen, if that, is going to be offset at all, or on top of it, like how many of these guys do you think got really out of shape over the mat where they're not going to be able to run as many minutes as they were before, <laughs> right out of the know. gate? These it hasn't been that long, four months, right around there. 
And these guys are all like 23. You so can do some damage in four months. The Wizards, yeah, you could lose. You could. <laughs> it's true. The Wizards play three days in a row. It looks like. So, okay. Or three out of four days. I mean, they're gonna. Ha- I mean, imagine they're they're packing these in. I didn't really look that closely, but I, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Just because the way I the way I do it, I understand it. It probably matters to some other people, but like the way I do it, that's already factored in, so I don't care. Yeah, I mean, and I was I was getting excited to play MLB. I mean, I did a few of the DraftKings free rolls that they had last week, but I haven't been doing it just because of the lineups coming out late, and I just haven't been able to dedicate being around the computer for that whole time and making sure I'm getting the updated ownership and all of that. It's just been it it's tough. That's why I've I've enjoyed you know PGA MMA. You know, NASCAR, these sports where uh, actually I shouldn't say I enjoy NASCAR, but these sports where the news isn't late breaking and you really have to be on top of it to to be profitable. You enjoy eNASCAR. I Um, love eNASCAR. Bring it back. The uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it, honestly, if you're not going to be at your computer, because it could I mean, it's just inherent in NBA DFS that the late, you know, a game that hasn't locked yet, a guy could easily get benched. And that changes the whole slate. It's not like baseball. Like even if Mike Trout gets benched in baseball, which he's starting, so hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> even if he gets benched, it it's you just swap him out for the next best guy, and like you lose like half point or point and a half or something. Yeah, on how many players are available, but it doesn't it doesn't matter that much in NBA. It matters big time when a point guard goes down and there's the backups, and yeah, it just pretty much. Not anyone, but a lot of players, if they're not playing, it just changes the slate completely more than any other sport. And now with 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 the virus, you got to be extra careful and not leave your computer. And 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 I know you're uh, you're an NBA expert, but you really kind of have to be if you're going to just do it from your phone, like you're yeah. swapping and stuff, like late if you're going to go out whatever to the bar or dinner or something, I guess no the casino to register. But you know what I mean? If you go, if you're not at your computer, uh, you've really got to know your stuff to swap to who know if you should swap and who you should swap to without, at least I would without having an Excel in front of you. Yeah. Yep. That's the tough truth. I think I, I will say I was last year, when I my my thing with uh, with NBA is I would I would play some showdown like if I would go to a game you know I went to a Nuggets game I went to a Celtics game and I would play the showdown slate for the the live you know sweat in person sweat and I I didn't mind the uh, the showdown NBA I think I'll I'll think I'll mess around with that a little bit for some of the the night primetime games and uh, some big ones too there'll be some big ones that that, that play the the weird thing is all the amateur DFS players are the ones who want late swap. Yeah, this is not weird. I understand the perspective, but like, it's a big disadvantage for probably ninety-eight percent of them. Well, it goes back to the thing you say of the idea of keeping all the variables in your head. I mean, you can yeah. think that you can keep them in the rotations and the minutes, and then how that impacts projections and ownership and all that. But it's like, I, I know I can't. <laughs> yeah. So like, they're going like, okay, I have Anthony Davis, and the the, the game he gets scratched five minutes before the late game. And then you switch him to some garbage guy, and he's like, "But at least I'm getting points." It's like, "Yeah, but I'm switching every game on all this news, right, and updating all my predictions throughout the night." 
Yeah. Right. And, and plus all the variables and different things that I have, a, I'm assuming I have an edge over him anyways. So it's like, you're, you're, it's, and um, most people don't swap as much as they probably should, especially in football, but um, still in the NBA, even though it's, you know, it's really sharp. It's hard to beat, but um, yeah. When you do, when you do some of your late swaps, are you, um, are you even taking like, is it tiered based on like, okay, this one, this lineup's in line to win this GPP. I'm going to do a safer late swap. This team is just toast. I'm going to go super high variance, even if it was like the same player that you were having to swap, or do you not think of it like that? I would only do that if like I'm in uh right, like a three man and I need to beat the guy above me and I know what likely player he's going to have. And I'm, and I have the same player. So I got to swap off and just gamble that a lesser uh, projected player gets more points because otherwise I can't beat them or a 10 man or something like that. Maybe if you're at the end of a tournament, a big GPP and the guy above you has got one guy out, one guy left and you have one guy left. Um, yeah. but I, I don't, I rarely do it. I really just do it on information. So like if minutes are getting shuffled around, maybe the spread changed it for some reason for four or five points by the night slate, which is possible with three hours three, four hours left, three, four hours between lock and the last games. It very rarely happens, but it can happen, um, you know, based on information. Yeah. All right. That is uh, – that will do it for our NBA talk for now. Um, maybe once I get in these showdown streets uh, by next week, I will be uh, ready to pepper brick with some showdown NBA questions. Any, any final NBA words of wisdom for the people? Um, ask him to remove late swap next year. <laughs> remove late swap. What? Anything about incense? Um, no, no, no vibrational. I don't. I, you know, I'm not feeling the vibrational the <laughs> measure <laughs> frequency right now. Yeah, so, I'm not. I'm not getting the good good vibrations right now from this NBA staggered uh, start times here. Um, it is still golf season. It is always golf season, which means we have the $1.75 million Southwind special this week. So we're, we're down from a Millie maker, uh, but I, I guess the playout structure is a little better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd rather play, play this one. I'm going to be so pissed, Brian, if the one time we win it and it's not a Millie maker. I mean, can you imagine the run bad for us oh. if we make this 500,000 and can't say we won the Millie? I know. I, I, should we just turn it away? we might just have to pack it in for tomorrow. Um, let's check some exposures here. Uh, as I said, I was absolutely devastated to see Poulter not at the top of my exposure list. Uh, I actually need to see what his, what ownership did you have for Poulter? I'm trying to figure out. Let me, let me bring it up. Uh, Poulter, man, he's down, down, there he is. Eight percent. Yeah. Eight percent, but I guess just not project projected all that great relative to his price tag. Um there's a lot of studs tonight. Eight point two percent is what I got him at. Yeah. Um I actually actually do have him as like a decent value play as a points per dollar, but uh I don't know. Maybe my randomness is just broken and it's just trying to keep the polter away from me. Um do you know who I am getting a ton of and I'm gonna have to stop using Brixamo's projections if I keep getting Jason Day 
as my highest owned golfer, Brian. Can you believe that? Uh, let's see if I got him. Uh, I got double the f- double the field, at least my projected field. So yeah, I hate Jason Day. <laughs> I, I still have no bias against him, other than Osimo is always higher on him than everybody else. Uh, yeah, and yeah. he doesn't look like he's going to be too highly owned, and it looks like he's going to find his way into a third of my lineups. Jason Day, Jordan Spieth is Spieth playing this week too. Um, yeah, they're guys who are just down down in their luck right now. Kind of Ricky Fowler too. He hasn't been playing that great. Yeah, I have a decent amount of Fowler. My the random name for me, and I say this is random in that you know I'm still learning these names. Uh, my random guy, third highest owned, Henrik Stenson. You got any love for Henrik? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be playing him. Looks like a little over double the field. Okay. He's good. He usually hammers a three wood. Yeah, like. Three wood, three wood. Sometimes um, that's his go-to club. Um, I mean, he's he's won, he's won before. He's he plays like half and half, half Euro Toro, half half PGA. Yeah, he's good. He's kind of he's kind of older too, so that's more your style. That is my style. I like him old. I like him mature. Um, what was what was I watching? Oh, my wife and I were watching a. Uh, one of the episode, an old episode of The Office last night, and Michael is on uh, a date with Pam's mom, and he realizes like how old she is, so he's trying to come up with excuses of how to get out of the relationship, and he's like, you know, uh, I've never been one to you know rob the cradle, but it feels like right now I'm robbing the grave. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's such a good joke. Uh, anyways. Yeah, when you put Ian Poulter in your lineups, you are robbing the grave. Uh, looks like we're not going to have any like mega high owned guys. I mean, I see a couple guys here in like the 18, 17%. Do you have anyone cresting 20? Uh, projected? No, no one's over 20. Let me see. Get a little. Yeah, highest for me, I have uh, Xander at 18.7. And I got Webb Simpson up there too. I'm higher than. Uh, no, I guess I'm not that much higher than than the markets out there, the DFS guys. But yeah, yeah I got those two guys up there pretty high. Rory, Rory seven. What about Patrick Reed? Looks like the other guy kind of in that little slightly below Patrick tier. That's going to be popular. Reed, I have him at fifteen point six. Yeah. Yep. And. uh I was going to ask you your guy, but last week it feels so long ago it was last week. Brooks Kepka week. And I messaged you and I said, this asshole better not miss the cut. And then what did he do? He missed the cut and, uh, <laughs> and chase Kepka made the cut. <laughs> Are you serious? I missed that. He didn't, he didn't have a Millie winning uh, score anyways, but yeah. That, yeah. He made the cut. What did you end up with? I think because I think I ended up with forty percent Kepka. Do you remember what you had? It was like forty-eight. Brutal. 49. Uh Alex Bakur says, "Come on, Bricksamo. Jason Day just got a top ten in his last start. He he's been playing. He's been playing good. I don't hate him as much. Uh, uh, like his, I, I don't mind Alex's projection. It's my <laughs> and, I, and I have him. I have him over the field. I just don't like." I just, he's burned me so many times. It's just a PGA bias that I still play him, but like, uh, I don't know. He, 
he has to, oh, he does this back thing. Oh, and then he's like, oh, there, that's the weekend. He's done. He's Do you done. ever, you ever in just a moment of weakness, think about just going in there, ignoring the math and just ticking down his projection a few points? I've done, I've done it. Not with <laughs> Jay, maybe, but um, yeah, he also has vertigo sometimes. And and obviously the, the, the Disney trips with the kids, sometimes he's just going to take, take the weekend off. Um, yes, uh, I guess I, I don't understand this comment from angry hairline, but it sounds interesting. I utilized tier three men, only one, the brick response to Hari about correlation was on point. A lot of edge limiting low tiers. Oh, this was in, uh, response to the, you were, th this was in response to the golfer salaries as kind of their own positions, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we did that like inner lineup correlation video. It's on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Here is a question from OA for you. Do you guys have a general rule on leverage over the field exposure wise? I know you love that term leverage. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't not over the field. Um, under the field makes is more, makes more sense to me. Um, my thoughts on it are, although theoretically I could understand being well under the field and still playing a player. I think if you're like using someone else's projections or even your own and you're like well under the field on a guy, you can just X him out. I think, you know, like if he's 24% owned, you have him in 1% of your lineups. Like you can, you can X him out and just, just double up on somebody else, put that exposure on somebody else and hope you're hope you get hot hope you get lucky and as luckily lucky as possible yeah uh I, i'm gonna come back uh, with anecdotal evidence that i can't even fully remember but was the what did rbx 88 say about his winning golf millimaker lineup it wasn't like one of the guys in it he didn't have him in any of his other lineups yeah, something like that yeah it was something like that it was definitely an outlier lineup he said yeah yeah um, and, and I assume your point with that is just for that very reason. If you're the outlier guy hits, it's so unlikely that you're going to have the right combos around him because you don't have him in any other lineups. Right. Yeah. And he, well, he, and he, his was also outside his core. So like whatever he was playing, his core got crushed. So like Brooks kept going for us last week was one of our core players. His core got crushed and his outlier lineup took down the whole Millie. That doesn't necessarily mean that that lineup was, you know, low owned compared to the field or whatever, who knows what it looked like. Yeah. Um, I know Eric Johnson says, how can you even play golf with no Millie this week? It, it, you think I'm joking, but I'm thinking about winning this and how distraught I'm going to be like nothing rolls off the tongue. 500 K PGA <laughs> winner. I mean, like half a mil, half a milli winner. I mean, Brian, this is like, why are we even bothering? If for the fans. For the fans. For the fans. Okay, speaking of the fans, it's time to put some players in this lineup. I mean, I think we got to do Jason Day. Okay. All right. Even though I have him. Well, that okay, that's what I was going to ask you because last week you got mad at me for putting Kefka in and then just absolutely destroyed him. Brian tries to use this lineup to reverse jinx his lineups. Mr. Analytical over there treats this thing this lineup like a voodoo doll that's my one thing my <laughs> one my one uh my what, what, what would it be called my one um addition uh what, what, like bad habit is jinxing yeah and no one knows how 
what jinx theory is all about on Twitter. What the hell are these people doing? They're jinxing their own lineups. They're congratulating other people before the tournament's over. It's like, what is wrong with you? That's like, can you imagine like a poker tournament? It's like three-handed at the end of like a three-day tournament. You go up to, oh, congratulations. Well done. You're, you're going to win this because you're a chip leader. You know what you need, bud? You need a little <laughs> of this in your life. You need to chill out. There's no need to worry about jinxes when you got good vibrations and a little sage burning, dude. That's <laughs> the, the music in the background. You can't hear it either. Alex, did you see this too? A little, uh, little promotion here. See in that bottom right, the Join Osimo ad right oh, there. You're, you're everywhere. Nice little integrated ad promotion on the uh, the vibrations clip there. Um, anyways, we're getting off track here. Uh, let's do a quick question and then we'll, we'll build this lineup. Do you pick players based on weather supposed to be windy? Is it worth factoring in? Uh, that's a good question, Brian. Cause I did not realize it was going to maybe be windy. I didn't get that far in my analysis yet either. Uh, yeah, it definitely matters. It depends on how much it depends though. Like, so some wind is different than weather. So, um, I know it's part of weather, but what what I mean by like inclement weather, where it's going to rain or thunderstorm, because it's tough that it it doesn't come a lot of times when they say it's going to come, and then it goes to the other side, and so you have it at the wrong time, and also they could pause it because of thunder, and then it goes and then they let it go away, and then your guys come back in like some super awesome golfing weather after the and like the greens are all receptive. And so it could just completely backfire on you. But wind, though, it seems like that, that, and that could be that could be, um, uh, uh, you know, variable too, where they say it's going to come in at noon and it comes in at two or three or earlier, and then you're screwed that way. But for sure, I mean, have you ever golfed in heavy wind? Like it's like not even fun. Like when the wind's really blowing. And you, you know, you blast one and it goes like 50 feet in front of you, like you hit it as hard as you could. Like, um, it definitely matters. And, uh, and, and I don't have weather data for golf. I wish I did. Is this, is this a thing or is this a joke? Couts are picking good wind players. Is there such thing as a good wind player? That seems. So, I, I wouldn't factor that in, but they do talk about it. So like the Scottish players are like notoriously good bad weather players. It's like Rory in Northern Ireland because the weather's so shitty there. They grew up playing that. And also like the Texas players, um, I guess play in a lot of wind. And so they like learned how to play it better. So that would be against Jason day because he skies the ball higher on his irons than like most PGA players, if not all of them. And so the wind would, theoretically hurt him more but i don't know what side the the wind is on we should actually probably look at that well yeah and i was just pulling up uh so roth has his stuff up uh he says looks tough to pinpoint a winning strategy based on weather this week a lot of rain around and not sure if how it'll affect tea times um and then he he has it as an orange rating right now on roto grinders um and you guys can go uh get your sub on i won't give away all his goods for free but um based on this tweet it looks like uh, he thinks it'll be tough to actually make decisions based around it. Okay, that makes sense too because I'm looking at tea times here, and the first tea tea time is 11 a.m., and the last tea time is 1 p.m. That's a two-hour difference. Uh, it's not going to matter that much. 
Yeah, and uh, you might want to really look into that, but that's way different than normal tea time where the first guy goes off at six and you could have someone going off at three. Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, I have no idea if Jason Day is good and when. I, I will, Brian, because my kind of leadoff picks have been so disastrous, I'll allow you a Jason Day veto if you want. I won't even be mad about it. I don't care about Day. Put him in there. Let it rip. I think it's a reverse, reverse jinx, which is a good See, thing. That's what I was just setting it up for, the reverse, reverse. It's a reversal. Now like we're it. turning to Bill Simmons. Me and J-Bug reverse double jinx the Celtics. <laughs> um, all right, it's your pick. Uh, now with all this wind chatter, Rory's looking <laughs> really tasty right there. Hold on, let's see. Uh, great wind player. I have to make the jinxes all line up perfectly. Brian's gonna put the the you know the the hex on this lineup so he can win the five hundred thousand. Hmm. What about Tony Fino? Let's spend some salary. Fino, Xander, Cantley. Well, how about one of those three? What do you like out of those? Let's just not do Xander because he's the highest owned of those guys, right? Okay. Yeah, I gotta start adding up the salary to you, right? Yeah. So who did I say Fino or? Can't lay or Webb. Uh, Do you have a feel on any of those three? Uh, Webb also looks popular. I, I Fino's been solid of late. Fino, can't lay about the same ownership. Um, who do you prefer if Fino? I mean, you're getting a thousand dollars savings on that, although savings is never a problem with our lineups. That's true. Can't lay? Yeah, let's do it. So we got Can't lay, and who's the other guy? We got Jason Day and Cantlay, which leaves us with 7,900. And how much ownership does that put us at? I'm telling you in two seconds here. <laughs> Angry hairline. Um, you know, I do apologize if the title of this show misled you. I don't know if on the Lulz Live Before Lock two-game MLB slate, we are actually going to be able to get to the two-game MLB slate. Uh, I'll tell you who I who I took in the regular slate. <laughs> Here we go, Brian. I'll let you know. We have twenty five percent ownership. Okay, it's your um, pick. So it, I'll look up those stacks. All right, I believe I'm gonna pick my guy. Let me just check here. I'm gonna pick my guy, Henrik Stenson. I like uh, San Diego and LA were my two highest owned stacks for those night games. Stenson, okay. You, this is a man who's not afraid of a jinx right here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I lean into it. He leans uh, into the jinx. Because th- this is my thing, Brian. You know, I want, you know, week after week after week of just taking a bath, taking a bath. When the stars align, I want them to align in such a big way that everything hits. The 20 max, the 3 max, the Lowell solo bink. I want it all. Wow. Okay. Thirty percent ownership. Hmm. Let's see here. What's our average salary left? Average salary eight thousand. It always feels like that's about what we got left. What about hmm. what about a Paul Casey revenge narrative? Explain to me the narrative. You know, I don't know any of these he narratives. I owned last week and shit the bed. Oh, so everyone, everyone's out on him. 
Yeah, but I do have them at 11% owned. 11, 11. 11.5. Okay. Paul Casey, 7,800. I'm seeing, yeah, about 11% ownership. Um, Pretty nice value, it looks like. Points per dollar value based on projection. He might be lower than that after people are pissed off. All right, let's do it. Revenge narrative. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, hang on. This is the signal we needed. Never roster Casey. That's the ownership signal we needed to put him in our lineup. (laughs) Who said that? Oh, oh, sorry. That, yeah. Bronco Bick. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when, when you were, when you were walking around, uh, during the crypto boom and you'd hear your taxi driver talk about buying Bitcoin and that's when you knew you needed to sell when everyone just recoils, when you say you want to roster a player, that's when you put them in your lineup. I got it. I you like- got you contra trade your emotions. Um, okay. It's back to me. What's our, uh, combined ownership right now? We're at I we didn't really set a minimum. Uh, I guess I could check. We're at forty one percent right now. Um, let me check. I don't know if you looked at the total ownership, but it's not that high. Seventy five or something is probably the most you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, well, whatever. We got seven eight points left if we want to stay under. Okay. Um, can I interest you in a man whose name I don't know how to pronounce Boisenholtz. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it either, but I have played him a bunch. That would leave us with 9,500. I had him around, uh, 5% ownership. Yeah, I have him at point. Yeah. 5.4. Okay. So we need one more guy in like the five range. You'll be fair. And how much? We got 9,500 to play with. Oh, that's going to be tough then. Uh, We can, we can, we can restructure like we normally do if we need. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Brooks Kepka is just staring us in the face. (laughs) Two weeks in a row, Eli hasn't watched our show. Wait, are we just going to go – Oh my god! I, now even I, I you know, I always brag about how I don't have biases about these show, and I literally just got a knot in my stomach thinking about going back to Brooks this week. I was like, I can't, I can't. I know. Yeah. Oh, should we do a uh, Dustin Johnson? Even worse. I don't know if yeah. you saw yesterday. He shot or last week he shot plus seven on day one, then withdrew. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had like thirty percent of them too. Oh my god. Um, um, well, Dustin Johnson actually. What do you have him projected at? Like eight uh, percent. Let me look on. Um, ten point one. Ten point one. Okay. Um, I'll do whatever. Who do you want? Well, all those guys. He's the lowest. I have the lowest projected in that mix. Ten percent. Johnson. Yeah. Do we go double revenge narrative? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't see how that can lose. So I, think what is, I think that's the make the the 500k winner right there. We're so good at building lineups that people just hate. <laughs> just like who would want to roster Paul Casey and Dustin Johnson after last week? <laughs> well, we kind of we're since we're doing it publicly, we have to make lineups people would hate, otherwise they'd copy it. That's true. I know. That is the one thing that is preventing Lowell's dupes is just making the grossest lineups. And I think people, what they do is they make their own little 1v1, 2v2s off of it. 
<laughs> Day, Day and Casey for sure, people. Day, Casey, and Johnson, people aren't going to be happy with. Stenson hasn't played in a while. Cantlay's always popular. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Bezenhoit is uh, – he's been playing well too, so he might get a couple clicks extra. Yeah. But, yeah, he's 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 unknown, so relatively unknown. So we I like right. it. This is the kind of gross lineup that finishes in first or last, and, uh, you know, we continue to uh, finish last, so we're due, right? Yep. Was there 82,000 place that uh, – see, we, we'll do better automatically because there's less entries. Yeah. This so we're, we're going to crush what, what we've been doing, no matter what, even if we finish dead last. There we go. All right. I'm pressing submit. All right. And I'm I'm saving my crowns. Um beautiful. There she is. Um I believe that is gonna do it for us this week, Brian. Any uh parting words? No, it looks like baseball's gonna play. Like uh with the Mar- Marlins business going on. So it looks like they're gonna mow through, which is good for football. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we already had the news today. Uh, Damian Williams from the Chiefs opted out. Uh, I believe there we have a couple more days where players are still able to opt out. I would bet we're probably going to get a couple big names still to come at this rate, which will be interesting. Yeah, if it's special, it would, it's got to be offensive players for us. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but it's good. Hopefully, we're, there'll be relatively little amount of hiccups for NFL. And things will be back to kind of normal for sports anyways there you go guys we uh, appreciate you tuning in for the very special lols live exclamation point before lock trademark dot 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 night slate for Brixamo. i'm fast pd fear have a great week <laughs>